Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mary B. Welcome to the The Happiest Happiest Girls Podcast. Episodes will drop every Monday morning, and each week we'll be tackling a new topic, chatting about motherhood, singlehood, health, wellness, and everything in between. Tune in each week as we discuss what it means to be the happiest girl. Hey, Kate. Hey, Mary B. How's it going today? It's going great. How are you? I'm good, but I'm tired. Yeah, it's a gorgeous sunny day, and it's like 55 degrees, but it's been so windy that it feels like it's freezing. Yeah, you want to know what I did today? <laughs> what? I grounded. Have oh. you ever done that before? Did you like go outside with your bare feet? Yeah. In the street? No. Oh, God. God. Ew. Ugh. Um, no, I, oh, look, our audio just, hopefully our audio sounds okay, guys. Sorry if it doesn't. One of these days, we'll get into a real studio. Who wants to sponsor us? (laughs) Anyway, so I grounded today because I've heard that it's really good for, like, your happiness and anxiety levels, and so it's such a beautiful day. I was actually, I sat outside on my top terrace for a while and just soaked up the sun and finished Britney Spears book which was oh. crazy we should talk about it and then I was like I want to go touch grass mm-hmm. literally literally touch grass so I went out and found some grass and sat on it and put my feet down and I was like here I am grounding everybody yeah. see I probably look like a crazy person You're so holistic I'm just doing my best I love holistic stuff love it I'm into it thanks what did you do today Today, I woke up, I went and worked out, got a spray tan, or Natalie came and gave me a spray tan, I should say, mm. and then Dictator took a nap, and now I'm here. Well, that's fun. So I miss Dictator. Chill day. You can take her on a walk later? Yeah. Spencer's going to meet me here. We're <gasps> done. Oh my god, I'm coming down to see my little princess. Yes. Yes. She's um, a big girly. She is. I love her. But... Yeah, yesterday I had a big day. I did a turkey trot. Nice. and In Central Park, right? Uh, Yes. And I did the most fun thing with my run club. They had something called the turkey... I can't remember what it was called. But basically, like one person on in the run club went to a bar... And the bar was a mystery of what mm. where like the turkey was, and they had like a turkey onesie oh, yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. It was really fun. Like you signed up, and it was like a pot, so it was like a ten dollar entry fee, and whoever finds the turkey wins the pot. Like the team wins the pot. Did you get like hints? Yeah. So what happened? It was so fun. Like what happened was we all met under the arch in Washington Square Park, and they divided us into random teams. So it was a great way to like meet people because. I have, like, friends in my run club, but I don't know everybody, and it's, like, a big run club. Like, I think 80 people came to this thing. So um, I got put in a group with, like, all strangers, which is kind of fun, um, just meeting new people. Yeah. And which is part of the point of run club, you know. Totally. Um, and they sent this, like, really long riddle. It was really well thought out. And you, every bar you went to, you had to send a picture and you got a new clue if you were at the wrong bar and the turkey wasn't there. And you had to stay there long enough to have a drink. Yeah. So you couldn't be like in and out of the bar. It was really fun. Like, look at how long the riddle was. Oh my gosh. Where was the bar? So it was at this bar called Pub Key was the one that it ended up being at. It's in West Village. And it was really a fun bar. It's crazy. It was actually, it was really fun as someone who, I don't like to frequent the West Village to go out 
I mean, I go sometimes, but my only beef is that it gets so crowded. Yeah. So, so crowded. And um, otherwise, love it. Yeah. And I went to two bars last night that I'd never been to that were huge spaces that were not that crowded. One And one had, like, chess, pool, ping pong, um, like, big tables to play card games, and a bar and live music. And it was so underground. Fun. I was like, why have I never been here before? What was it, like, the fat cat? Uh, no, it was, like, something dog. We went to the oh. first... It was, like, um... Hair of the dog? No, um, dog bar in West Village. It's going to give me the wrong thing. Like, not what I want. But Cellar Dog. Have you been there? No. See, neither had I. It's like a bar for games. Like, there's Scrabble. Oh, fun. I would go spend all day there on, like, a dreary winter day. Letta. Um, But then we went to, so this place, Pub Key, like, it looks like a normal West Village bar when you walk in, like, kind of like a railroad car entrance and like really crowded but then it had a full dance floor opened up to a full dance floor in the back oh amazing so that was fun we spent like the entire night there that was really fun so what did you do friday friday i went to a concert look i got merch men i trust yeah and it's actually a woman and look but look the woman is playing the harp oh creative Maybe one day we'll do video and you guys can see my cool merch. Yeah. I'm on a journey to have like cooler t-shirts and not just like t-shirts from when I played club volleyball in school. Yeah, there are <laughs> a lot of cool shops that you can go to. Yeah. So like, cool t-shirts. I know I need to do that because merch is expensive, but mm-hmm. I thought I liked the color of this and I thought it was cool. So um, they were really cool, vibey. Love that. Um, and watched the game yesterday during the day, too. So I think that's why I'm tired. It was just a long day yesterday. Many things They happened. won, right? Won. Yeah, Notre Dame won against Wake Forest by a lot. So happy Love. for them. It was a senior game, so. Yeah, that's my life. So fun. What did you do on Saturday? Saturday. What did I do yesterday? Not much. Because um, Spencer was, like, doing stuff all day. So I was just with Dictator Parenting. That is the most important job of them all. <laughs> it is. Yeah, so not much. Not Love much. that. Um, and on Friday, I know you got omakase. Yes, we went to 69 Leonard, which is like a very small restaurant. There's literally eight seats. Mm. And I thought it was a good experience. <laughs> But I wouldn't go back. So if it's on your list, don't make it at the top of your list. Mm. Have it on your list, but, like, if you have the money to blow, go. But I don't know. I I feel like there are better places out there. Spencer loved it. I just didn't love every dish. And, like, for what we were spending, I want to love every dish. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, so fair. That's all right. You know, that's my honest review. That's how I felt. You gotta be so, honest with the people. They trust us with yeah, that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so, sounds like a good weekend. There's something in your bed. I think it's a clip. Oh my god, I've been looking for that. Thanks. Yes. Don't want to break that. Clips are so much better for my hair than hair ties. Good girlies now. Mm. Got this in Japan. Love. Oh, cute. Uh, yeah, so very nice. But Mom. the chef was amazing. He was, like, so nice and friendly. And, like, he, he would tell he loved what he did and he was really mm-hmm. excited about 
each piece of fish that they gave us. So it was awesome. I loved it. It's I loved that, like the experience part of it. It's fun to see someone who is just like amazing at their craft. Yes. Enjoy the do. talent unmatched. We love to see that. Yes. Um, well, that's nice. Yeah. Shall we introduce today's topic? Well, I just got to talk about, oh. we got to talk about two other things. Oh, okay. First of all, did you finish the movie that Elena recommended? Yes. What did you think? What was it, it was called cute. again? Theater Camp. Theater Camp. So I, I feel like we should spread the word because it was really good and no one's talking about it. Yeah, it was just like a, it's a good, easy watch, feel good. Mm-hmm. Ben Platt's Funny, in it. multi-dimensional. I thought it was so good. Yeah. It's like a documentary style, but it's not a real documentary. Right. So it's on Hulu. I would really recommend yeah. everyone watch it. Um, yeah, apparently, like, they couldn't promote it or anything during the strike, but right. the strike's over, so now they can't. Over. Yeah, so just wanted to plug that out if anyone needs a good movie to watch. It was an easy watch, and it was so good, I thought, mm -hmm. so just makes me wonder what good else cast. is out there. They also had that girl from The Bear. Oh, yes, yes, um, Sydney from so The Bear funny. She's is such a good it. actress. Yeah, she was great, and it just makes me wonder, in this time of not being able to promote what are we, what else are we missing what else is out there hopefully some other good stuff will come to light yeah but anyway what was the other thing Britney Spears' book oh yeah I read I listened to the celebrity memoir book club on it so I, I'm in the know I okay. know enough well I tore through it I listened to it and this is another thing I want to put out there is if you have Spotify premium you can listen to 15 hours of an audiobook like for free but like with your subscription a month Oh, nice. So don't make the mistake I did and buy it off Apple. <laughs> when Then after I said, oh, I listened to it, they're like, oh, yeah, everybody, you can listen to it on Spotify. I was like, huh, mm. I'm out 15 bucks. Mm. Recording? Why isn't the thing moving? I think, like, we're just really um, zoomed out. Oh. So it looks like it's moving slow. So there it goes. What it? I don't know why it's going so slow, but... Hopefully you guys can hear us. Yeah, if not, mm, Turn it up, I don't know. <laughs> Turn it up! Um... This is why Elena thinks I'm weird, because I just do stuff like that. <laughs> Elena will, like, listen to these podcasts and say, Mary B, are you okay? <laughs> and I'll say, why do you ask? Yeah, I'm fine. She says, you just all of a sudden blurt out the randomest things. <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm just fun and, like, quirky like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we love our critics. We love our fans. We love our fans. Thank you for listening. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, Br Brittany's book was really wild. I just wanted to talk about my experience reading it. I appreciate her sharing her story. She has been through a lot. Mm -hmm. And a few things I want to talk about is, one, just how you can really think that someone has the most glamorous life, especially in Hollywood, and they're really, really suffering as a result of their fame. Especially back then, I think it was a lot worse Hopefully it's gotten better, though it's hard to know. Like The only reason I say that is because paparazzi back then, I think, were really, really bad. Yes, terrible. So invasive. No boundaries, no respect. There were no like rules, regulations, laws right. for them. So. so, and also, I just kept flipping back and forth because so many people in her life, she painted them as people who just really did not care about her and were only in it for the money that she could give to them, which I can absolutely see, but I just kept wanting to know, is this the full story? And the only reason I felt like I wanted to know, is this the full story, is because nothing was very detailed. 
Like, Mm. she just kind of glossed over a lot of things and just, like, nothing felt very, like, multi-dimensional, which I guess that's a memoir. Like, it's her perspective. Yeah. It can only be so long. Right. And I just kept wondering, like, what is the fuller picture here? Because I'm not getting a very full picture from Britney's perspective, which would track with her clearly not being in a good place at certain times in her life. And she says that in the book. She says, I was not okay. Like a trauma response. She doesn't, maybe she doesn't remember. Right. So I just, that's the only critique I have of the book is I wish I had more of a, a, like a more of an understanding of everything that all the situations, but of course it's just from her perspective. Um, And she, as she says in the book, was not well for many, many years. Yes. So. Poor thing. I know. I feel so incredibly bad for her. She's had a really, really difficult life. And I, what I really appreciated about the book, too, like, I guess this is kind of a spoiler, so just be, just be wary of that, is she threads all of it as, like, finding the woman within herself. It's called The Woman in Me, and how that womanhood was taken away when she was in her conservatorship, because she was essentially treated like a child. Right. She had no control over what she ate, like, what she did. And, or her money, so all that independence, fertility, yes, um, was stripped away from her, which makes sense, like, that she maybe, like, reverted sometimes. Like, can you imagine, like, refiguring out how to manage yourself when you're 40? Like, no, that'd be, it'd be so difficult, especially with them, like, putting her on lithium, Mm -hmm. when they put her, like, essentially in solitary confinement. Yes, that was... That would mess with a human, and, oh, and I'm sure she suffered from, like, postpartum depression. She had two kids She says that she did. She was really young when she did that. She was, like, 25 when she did that. Yeah. She wasn't even 25, I don't think. I think she was, like, younger than that. Oh, babies having babies. I know. So sad. And so, yeah, it was really, really bad, like, to hear, like, how Justin Timberlake treated her and not yeah, good. trash. Her dad treated her horribly. Trash. Her mom didn't treat her well. Trash. So, Jamie Lynn, trash. I know. She, well, she does say in the book, she says that she has a lot of sympathy for Jamie Lynn at the end, even though she, Jamie Lynn did not treat her well and, like, capitalized off of a lot of her pain. She says she has a lot of sympathy for her because she thinks that she grew up in a more broken home than she even grew up in, which is saying a lot because I think it was pretty broken when she was a child. Like, her dad was an alcoholic. Yeah, Um, and they had way less money. Right, they had way less money. So, just the craziness. I just, my heart goes out to Brittany. I, and she ends it, I thought, so this is circling back to the point I wanted to make is these are the things that stick out to me at the end is she said I it took me a long time to find my power which of course she was not well mentally but it's wild to think how powerless she was when she was so successful in her career and she actually also compares it a lot to like how I was acting was no different or even a lot more sane than a lot of male artists at the time. No one was putting them in a conservatorship. Totally. Uh, Conservatorships, the fact that that she was, that a judge even put her in a conservatorship to begin with is crazy because conservatorships are for like patients who are like comatose or vegetables or have severe dementia, Alzheimer's, like things like that. And she says that in her book. She was like, that's what, what, uh, those are four, and it's wild to me that it's, it immediately after putting me in a conservatorship, they had me go on like a an international tour. Yeah. So like clearly I could. She did her whole Vegas residency for right. years. Like like so she can make all the money. 
but yeah. she can't control it. Like, that doesn't make any sense. The whole thing is very frustrating, and I think yeah. whoever put her in a conservatorship should be in jail. Well, I kept thinking, I was Googling, like, where is Britney Spears' dad now? And he's just living his life. Like, I think he might be sick, but... He should be in jail. Like, he should be in jail. I don't understand how he's not in jail. I don't understand how the people who are handling that trial aren't having any consequences. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So, it's, yeah, it's very upsetting. Um, but, so, anyway, I don't, so she said, never forget your power because she said as she's gotten out of her conservatorship and stepped into herself, she talks about how... And let me know if I'm talking about this too much, Kate. Cut me off for the listeners' sake. But she talks about how uh, her, like, part of her, like, finding the woman in herself is finding that, like, she can be stern and stick up for herself while also being kind. Which I think is something that I know, like, women can struggle with. Is if you're seen as, like, asking for what you want, being stern, you're like, oh, she's mean. Oh, she's a bitch. Like, but when really you're just sticking up for yourself and saying what you think, whereas a man would never be perceived that way if they were to act that way. They'd be like, oh, they're strong. They're in control. They're a leader. And she talks about how, like, I've had a journey with figuring that I could be kind and I could also stick up for myself and find that power and it was a difficult transition because she said when you start suddenly claiming what's your own and stepping into your power, people get really off put when you're just normally known as being like the nice one. Yeah, I mean, look at Taylor Swift. She's a perfect example. Yeah. But you just have to push or through Beyonce. them and like don't care about what other people think and then eventually people will get used to it. Like, yeah. So I thought that was really don't forget your power. And also she references her Instagram presence, which I oh. think she's off Instagram now. But, which I think anyone who has seen her Instagram presence, we don't need to describe it for you. But she talks about how, she's like, I know a lot of people question what I do on Instagram, but, and this is not a direct quote, everyone, but part of being out of this, like, bondage for me that I've been in in so long in the conservatorship is being able to, like, find joy and play however I want Mm. to. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm doing in my life right now is... I am free and I can like find that play and find that joy and that's like what I'm doing with my life right now. I was like, you know what, Brittany? Do it, girl. Like, who are we to judge? Like, if it makes you happy, do you run your Instagram that way? Like, so. Totally. Anyway. Full support. I know. So I thought that it was really good if anyone is thinking about reading it. Obviously, I haven't like read it in bound book form, but the audiobook was really good. And if you have premium Spotify, you can have it, not for free, but like with your subscription, you can listen right. to it all. So I really recommend it. I tore through it. So yeah. Love. That's what I have to say about that. Any other? No, that's all. Everybody go read Britney's memoir. Anyway, let's get into the topic. Yes. <laughs> Today's topic is one of my faves. Yes. Gratitude. Gratitude. Because it's Thanksgiving's coming up, and yes. we got to talk about what we're grateful for. Yes. And there probably won't be a pod next week, because no. tra- we're both traveling, so... But we are working on something special, and I'm saying that to hold myself accountable. A special project. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I Kate still knows- don't know what you're saying. You could just tell me and cut it out. Are you feeling lazy? 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we're working on something special, um, and that's to hold myself accountable for continuing to work on it. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, so anyway, yeah, but no pod next week because we'll, Kate and I are not spending Thanksgiving together. Kate will be in the Dominican You could do a pod Republic. with Sid and Mom and whoever else. Maybe I won't. Yeah, you should. But yeah, it's up in the air. So the only thing is I'd have to fly with the mic. I don't take up that much room. Okay, okay, okay. Um, maybe we'll just take a break. I don't know. Yeah. I'll think about it. But so much to cut out. So much to cut out <laughs> this episode. But, um... Okay, gratitude. Gratitude is our topic this week, and I love this topic, but... I and So I can talk a little bit about my journey with gratitude, but do you want to start? Sure. I'll start. And I wanted to, you know, obviously... Gratitude is a huge part of my life um, because of what I do. So I constantly feel grateful for my health, my family's health, my friend's health, because I'm constantly surrounded by suffering, essentially. So I'm really just grateful for everything in my life. Mm -hmm. And also through my work, I've seen many different people in many different life situations financially you know relationships all like all sorts of things like really 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 bad things some people really really good things I don't know like there's like a broad spectrum and just makes me feel grateful for everything in my life and also the hot topic right now is blue zones from the Netflix documentary and I only watched a small tidbit about it but of course one of the things that they cite in blue zones is gratitude and why that helps people live longer. So I just wanted to read you a little excerpt from a article from Well and Good by Michelle Ross titled Expressing Gratitude has proven has been scientifically proven to help you live longer, says a world leader in longevity research. And it says to say that the inhabitants of the blue zones know a thing or two about living well would be an understatement. Not only are they known to be the longest living people on earth, but they lead abundant and fulfilling lives at that. While each blue zone is unique in how exactly they go about their health-promoting daily doings, they share several key commonalities, including, but not limited to, sticking to a plant-forward diet, prioritizing regular movement, and maintaining strong connections to friends, family, and their community at large. Another underlying factor that links the blue zones together is their habitual expression of gratitude, whether it being before eating meals or on an otherwise consistent basis. According to the Bloom Zones expert Dan Butner, gratitude always comes into play in the world's longevity hotspots. Research shows that people are happier if they are grateful for the positive things in their life rather than worrying about what might be missing. He shares in his book Thrive, Finding Happiness the Blue Zones Way. Love. So, I because I feel like when you think about a blue zone and why people are living long, obviously they're having a good diet, they're exercising, mm-hmm. and they're being social mm-hmm. because that's, like, the obvious. But who knew practicing gratitude could make you live longer, too? Yeah, for sure. I think, like, my own journey with it as well is back, um, like, pre-pandemic when I was just getting out of um, school in Chicago. I don't know how I happened upon this, but I 
I don't know if who, how many people are familiar with the Lori Santos class on happiness out of Yale. She has a podcast called The Happiness Lab that I highly recommend if you are interested in learning more about the science behind happiness. But I started her class like because I think I, you know, I think I heard about it from a class that I took at Notre Dame or maybe a good friend of mine from Notre Dame. And it's a free class online. You can do it on Coursera and it's through Yale, but it's totally free, uh, your own pace. And I, gosh, so this would have been when I was like 21. So young. Um, so young. A child. Um, and one of the things that really caught me by surprise when I was learning about the science of happiness was that gratitude is something that can dramatically increase your happiness is practicing regular gratitude. And this is actually something that, so in the course, you get homework of exercises to try that week to see if it affects your happiness. And one of them is to practice gratitude each like regularly, whether that be like keep a list of like three things each day that you're grateful for which I try to do through, again, I talk about this all the time on the pod, but the five-minute journal, one of the things that you do in the morning is write three things that you're grateful for. And something that has always stuck with me as well that I have tried to keep up with, but at some times I'm better about it than others just about how busy I am, is send like letters of gratitude to like your friends. And it can be like a check-in letter, like a, hey, how you doing? But then also just letting someone know how thankful you are for them. And there's some, I don't have the statistic in front of me, but there's some crazy stat that like doing that one act of like writing someone a letter of gratitude, like dramatically increases your happiness, not only in the moment, but for an extended period of time. So something so simple that like you wouldn't think, because we both grew up just, you know, in a Catholic home where it was like, oh, be grateful, be grateful. And I think I always just thought like, okay, like Got I'm it. grateful. Got it. Woo, we're grateful. <laughs> like so grateful. Yeah. And uh, then when I learned the science behind it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is real. Like, right. It, it, so basically, it affects your happiness. What happens when you practice gratitude is what they say is that it releases oxytocin, which is the love hormone, and that will help. That can help reduce stress and anxiety, and improve your mood and your sleep patterns, and even boost your immunity. So we love oxytocin. Mm. Good good stuff right there. Mm -hmm. And I really do think that is true because I feel like I'm a, a generally a very happy person and I do totally credit it to mm -hmm. being grateful. Like I never feel sad about my daughter getting older or anything like that because I'm, my mindset is automatically I'm so grateful that she's healthy and she's lived this long. And mm -hmm. we've got, we've even gotten to this point because mm -hmm. I've watched, I've had a one month old baby who was brain dead before. So like, I'm just grateful my daughter made it to 16 months. So like, that's like, I'm just grateful for the time that I get grateful for the time that I get with my family and with my husband and all that stuff. And it's just because of the oxytocin. We love that. We love yeah. the love hormone. And it really emanates too, because I think in like, just learning more about gratitude, I think it really pairs with anxiety is 
I think anxiety really takes you out of a moment. When I experience anxiety, it's because I'm worried about things that aren't happening. Right. And probably won't happen. Yes. But that can be hard to control. Totally. Oh my gosh, some people can be debilitating. Mm-hmm. And you really can't. But then, and I'm not saying that this is a cure for anxiety, but for my for very like general level like yeah you don't like, need medical intervention right basic maybe anxiety. you're PMSing yeah <laughs> in your luteal or phase you're just in a fa- were you just in a phase like I just made a yeah. talk about this last night but like if you ever go through those moments in your life where you just feel like everything is going wrong like when it rains it pours like I don't know I just remember like there was a moment in high school when like I had gotten in a car accident and then I got a bad grade. And then this happened and then that happened. And, you know, like, when those, like, little things that, like, really aren't that big of a deal. But they feel like a big deal when you're 15. Mm-hmm. And my friend was like, make a list of everything that you're grateful for. And I literally filled, like, a whole loose leaf paper front and back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, these three things that are going wrong in my life are nothing compared to all the incredible things that are going right in my life. Right. It just reorients your mindset. Really? It, it takes shifts you... your perspective. And I think focusing on, like, gratitude and, like, really can bring you into the present as well. And something else that I know um, I have read about, like, the science of gratitude as well is that it, it's not, if you really want to dig into and, like, get all of those, like, oxytocin effects, if you practice the daily gratitude, if you, like, do a gratitude journal, it's also best served for you if you make yourself think about make of it like a cognitive activity like it's really easy I mean it's not easy but it's easier to sit down every morning and say I'm grateful for my health I'm grateful for you know I have a roof over my head and I'm grateful for that there's food in the fridge yeah but what really I think maximizes the effects if you get creative with what you're grateful for like you say I'm grateful for um like coffee mugs because they hold my coffee yeah or I'm grateful for you know like something like a little bit more creative that's also I think even just like if you're like I don't want to work out I just think like wow I'm grateful that like my body can move this way and my my legs can move this way no exercise person is more motivating than this is a privilege this is a privilege privilege. the berries instructors be like Think like, running right now is a privilege. I'm like, get right. I feel like I've already told this story on this podcast, but freshman year of high school, there was a girl who was a senior on my soccer team, and her brother came in to speak to us, and he was like so cute, like probably like early twenties, like gorgeous, and he was in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and he came in because he was in a car accident, mm-hmm. and like I remember. Like, it, he's sitting in front of, he's sitting, like, in our gym. There's, like, 400 girls. It was an all-girls school. And he was crying. And he was just saying, like, I am a prisoner in my own body. And I was, like, I will never complain about anything ever again. Like, yeah. Like, because he will never be able to run on a treadmill like I can. He'll never mm-hmm. be able to go to a soul cycle class mm-hmm. like I can. Right. So, like... I'm going to do it and I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain. And like, also I can afford to go to these classes, which For is sure. a blessing. I can afford to take the time to do this. Yeah. So, and it's like, you can, you can do it in a way that's like not toxic. Like you don't have to be openly being like, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. It's just like in your own brain, having that be your first line of thought, I yeah. feel like can be so helpful mm-hmm. when you're having like down days. Yeah. I remember when I tore my ACL, I couldn't, 
like I had to be in bed for a month and that's not really even that long but I remember thinking oh my gosh if I could just like get up and walk down the street right now that would just be like the happiest day of my life like in the midst of that month in bed and I remember thinking to myself like I will never take walking for granted again sometimes I'll just be like walking down the street and be like how great is it that I can walk today because I know I have a little snippet of what it's like to not be able to walk and (laughs) this is a stupid story but also just of course you don't want to be like you don't want to be toxic about it but also when I tore my ACL I did a lot of swimming because that was like you you could swim really easily with a torn ACL yeah because it doesn't require that like you don't like bounce on the ground so you like you don't slip not waving and I was at the pool yeah I was at the pool in Notre Dame and I remember I had been so down about my ACL because I hadn't had surgery yet and I had just torn it but I was still trying to be active because it just is really good for obviously my mental health to be active and I need that in my life and so I would go swimming and I'm at the pool and there's this man there and I was like putting because I'd get out of the pool dry off and put on my brace and he looks at me and he's like, oh man, like it's tough, isn't it? And I look over at him and he has one leg. <laughs> You're like, sir. I was like, sir, my life is great. I was like, I'm fine. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, it's tough. I was like, oh, like what happened? He was like, oh, I got in a car crash and I lost my leg. I was like, we are not the same. <laughs> we are not the same. And ever since after that too, I was like, oh my gosh, okay, like I'm gonna heal. Like I have my leg. Like it's gonna be okay. It's also just like keeping that in perspective. That like, yes, of course you don't want to be toxic. You want to recognize like it's hard to have things happen to you that are difficult. But also if like you find yourself, you know, in a yes. place where you can pull yourself out of that, then focusing on like, okay, like I have a lot to be grateful for. Yes. And also- <laughs> So like, and since I have like made practicing gratitude just like something that just happens automatic now, I have a very, very, very hard time being around people that are constantly negative mm. and constantly complaining. Like that is something where I have to protect my peace. If every time my phone vibrates and I look at your name and I know it's going to be something negative, mm-hmm. I can't. Like I can't. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I have to, like, set a boundary. Mm-hmm. And Which that's is healthy. Why before I, like, vent, because there are things in my life that, like, an- annoy me and frustrate me. Like, I always try to be, like, please don't even read this or respond to this, like, until you're in a place to receive. Or, like, I'll even say that before. Like, are you in a place to receive my complaints? Because if someone is also having, like, a down day, like, the last thing you want is someone's long vent that has, like, that it's, like, completely random. It has nothing to do with them. hmm So just also, like, re- remember that if you are that type of person, too, like, it's okay to protect your peace and be, like, I'm not, like, I'm not in a place to receive, like, your constant complaints, especially if someone is not doing anything to change, like, make their life better. Yeah. Like, oof, we should do I have a, such a hard time with that. We could do an episode on boundaries. One of my favorite quotes is, boundaries are a way of keeping someone in your life in a positive way yes like it's not you know it's not supposed to be harsh it's not supposed to be like kicking someone to the curb it's just I need to set a boundary so that we can continue to have a positive relationship 
Absolutely. So there's nothing wrong with with that. Yes. And like sometimes when like I'm setting boundaries, even in like my own relationship or with like other people, I, I always say like, I am not mad. I, I'm not fighting with you. I'm not upset with you. What? You have a tan line for I your know. love bracelet. She's usually pretty, she's, she has to like move it around. I should have just taken it off. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to tell. Sorry, there's an interruption. <laughs> okay. be like, I usually it. have like a stack, so. Oh. We can't even really see it normally. But, um, what was I saying? I Sorry, always, I always this is the problem. I Am I okay? Say, like, I'm, I'm all I all I'm doing is just asking for you to hear me and understand going yeah. forward. I'm not upset in any way, shape, or form. Like everything is good, but this is what I need to be different for mm-hmm. our relationship to get better, to be positive. Right. That's yes. And does... if you're in an, any sort of relationship, friendship, anything like you should always want your relationships to be getting better. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so much I could say about that, but maybe we'll for another, make another pod. We do want to make like a friendship pod. Yeah, I got that request. We can so. do another relationship pod mm-hmm. if we need to. Yeah. So yeah, we're straying. You know um, who we should talk to? You really should do a pod with Sid. I feel like she's so positive. Mm-hmm. She's she and she's like inherently positive, like yeah. not in an annoying way. That's the thing, though, is it's like she just hasn't naturally. Like yeah. these are for the girlies that like they me aren't that natural. aren't natural about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I remember when she just be like, I just wake up, literally. <laughs> and I remember in college when Tommy and Sid, our sister in law, started dating. One of Sid's friends, because we went to the same college came into my dorm room and was like, I know sometimes like Sid's positivity can seem inauthentic, but I've known her for six years and she's always been like this. Like she's just like authentically a positive, a good hearted person. Like she, nothing bothers her. She lets everything just roll off her back. Mm-hmm. It's really impressive. It is impressive. I and love also, that about like, her. when I'm around her, like I, like her light shines into me. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be happier, better, more positive when I'm Same. around her. Like, ugh, I just need to make sure I'm always, like, that around my kids. Yeah. Because, like, I know her kids are going to just be, ugh, just a delight. Because yeah. she's so positive. She's yeah. such good energy. But you know what? I hope everybody has a Sid in their life. Same. And circling back to that, for people who aren't so naturally that way. Which I feel like the majority of people aren't. Your girl is not. Aren't. Which these is These are the happiness tactics, gratitude, that yes. you can use. Because yes. I think when you are happier... You are healthier. You're more fulfilled. It's easier to be that way yes. naturally. When you're not totally. taking care of yourself, you're not doing these little happiness things like practicing gratitude, like which who knows if it even does. But like if you, I'll just say flat out, aren't taking care of yourself, I think it's really hard to be that way for other people. And um, yeah, so I think that's why like when you fill your own cup, you actually end up spilling over into other people. Hundred so, percent. Oh, hundred percent. Be the so, light. Is there anything else we want to, like, how do you practice gratitude daily? I feel like we've talked a little bit about how you kind of just, like, keep it ever-present in your mind, but do you do anything concrete? I don't do anything physical unless I'm really having, like, a bad time. Mm -hmm. Then I will literally, on, like, pen and paper, write down all the things that I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. So, um, which is, like, a kajillion things. And they're very specific. They're not, like, the basics, like, you, like... I, they are specific, like you said. Like, I have a phone that I can FaceTime my family with that live, mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of miles away. You know, like, every little 
every little thing. Like, I'm grateful that we have a great stroller. Like, like mm-hmm. silly stuff like that, but I don't know. It just makes me feel better. Yeah. Um, can, it's, of course. Like, stuff like that. Because, silly is oh, important. Because we such, like, a privileged, blessed well, life. I think, as you say, that's why it's important to focus on those random things because, yes, it may be silly, but it's really not. Those are the things to take stock of and say... So you don't take it for granted. Right. Exactly. Imagine if you didn't have a stroller. How hard would your life be? Yeah. And and I, but again, like work, like I, I feel like I will never, I don't know. Like I could tell you guys stories. Like we could do a whole podcast on like stories from when I worked in Chicago. Like the things I could tell you, oh, like, I don't even know. It's a hard world out there. Like never complain again. And like, I do complain a lot still. Don't, don't get me wrong. But like working there. Uh, and, like, even some of the people that I met in New York and, like, obviously the women that I work with now, like, they're st- they're so inspiring in everything that they do. But, like, Chicago is just a different breed. And, mm-hmm. like, I will oh, – gosh. Like, every single day I left, like, blessed that I was able to leave and drive away and go yeah, to my apartment ex- that was safe and right. I never have to worry about any of these mm. things that these like young kids have to yeah, worry about like step through a portal back into your own world truly That's and I'm sure you saw that when you were doing like some of your teaching stuff too so I did it was really crazy it's just like it's ugh. just the things that some children have to endure that is just seems like the normal for them because yes, they don't the even know any different. In. They it's don't even crazy. know any different. It was crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It really, just if it's I a, think about yeah. it too much, like it's it's crippling to me because I, I wish I could save them all, but well, I imagine, can't. I know, and imagine them. Imagine them. Yeah. So it is important, I think, to be grateful, and then also, you know, when you can give back. Absolutely, and that's um, and that's also. I think that also... Should we do a volunteer can, episode? We should do a volunteer episode because that's a, <laughs> I love huge, a really good way to yeah. make you feel better too. Yeah. Is to it's, give back. It's two-way street. You help them and it also helps yes. you for sure. Whether that be like financially, with your time, mm-hmm. anything like that. Like that is just... Did you see um, Travis Kelsey was just at... Um, what was that place in Kansas City that, I mean, I always volunteered there. You probably did too. Where they oh, taught them how the to read. Room. Oh my gosh. Like even meeting those little kids. Like, oh Yeah. I'd like to do that more one day. Yes. And so like that's something that I always want. Because I think about a lot. Like how am I going to raise Dictator and like God willing our other kids in a way where they're grateful for their life and they have that understanding because like sometimes in New York it can be hard and then like even in Connecticut it can be even worse because like at least when you're in New York you see all walks of life on right. one block yeah you're very exposed to everything whereas like if we moved out to the burbs like they would be much more it might be a much more like homogenous like group yeah like bubble so like what, making what? sure they're always they're always cognizant yeah. of how blessed that they are. One thing that uh, I'll shout out Annie because she listens sometimes. I know that her mom enforces in her family every Thanksgiving, very timely, is Thanksgiving morning her entire family goes out and does volunteering. Usually I think at like they like serve food for Thanksgiving. And that's something that I remember I want to bring into my family because it is a day of thanks. And I think that that can really bring a lot of gratitude, especially, I mean, on a day that's supposed to be a day of gratitude for what you have when you volunteer and see other people's lives and how they may not have a family or the means to 
you know, enjoy Thanksgiving in the way that we are so accustomed. So Absolutely. I thought that was a great tradition that I think I will bring into my family. So just yes. kind of offer that up. That's really amazing. And, and truly, like, what I've come across, at least, is, like, the best way you can do that is leading by example. Mm-hmm. So, like, I always want to make sure, like, I would love to maybe volunteer at a clinic mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So using yeah. my medical knowledge, right? You have like at a homeless shelter or something yeah. like that. You have such a like specific expertise. It's like what I'm trying to do volunteering for, like teaching English. Like if you have any sort of expertise, it even is more powerful because like I have a friend also. I don't think she might shout out Bailey. She's a lawyer. I've mentioned her before. Recurring character Queen. alert. She eventually wants to be able to volunteer in like a domestic violence. I for was women. literally just thinking next, like women, women and children is like yeah. my passion. So I would yeah. love to. Well, she wants to do yeah. like litigation. Okay, for well, those tell women. her we can link up. I can do medical <laughs> side. She can do the legal side. Yeah, there you go. Like we would be a dream team because I would love to open a house like the Rosebrook Center in Kansas City yeah. that is like a safe haven event for women and children. Like, I can come and just be there. I have no expertise to offer, but I can well, be you there. Could do, like, I could work with the kids. Yeah. You could teach. But what do you mean? I could teach if anyone wants to learn, like do secondary education if they haven't. Yeah. Who knows? Who Maybe knows? they need like a tutor or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, I think like just, I mean, we're really straying off. We are I really. Think, <laughs> I think volunteering is a great way to like help yourself feel definitely more grateful and also do a really good deed at the same time. Uh, and if you can use your expertise to to do that, that's even better because obviously not everyone knows the skills to be a nurse. Not everyone can practice law. Shout out Bailey. So Totally, but everybody has a skill. Even if you don't think you do, everybody yeah. has a skill. Like sure. Mary B just said, she's like, I don't have a number. But I'll she, be there. <laughs> she has a lot. She has a lot to provide. <laughs> so my Anyways. dazzling personality. Exactly. Um Anyway, oh, can I just say something? I gotta get sure. something off my chest. Okay, well, is it that we do complain a lot? I, I want to be, I want to be very clear that we are we human. Complain. And we complain oh, a lot. And I sometimes, like, I my best friend from home, her name is Elizabeth. I love you, Elizabeth. We constantly complain to one another, and it's just part of it. Like, and whenever I'm like, okay, like she's complaining, I just need to hear her and be there for it. And I'm like, and I know she's gonna be right there back for me when I need yes. to complain. It's just like, like you judging. can have like those we, tr- people. we shouldn't be judging, no. but we do. No. We're human, okay? We're this is just all in, you know, just the science of We're gratitude. Just a couple it's scientific. Of best friends chatting, chatting about life. Yeah, this is why I need to get off my chest. Girls, okay, we're ready. Like, I keep like touching my chin. I don't know if anyone else gets like hormonal acne. Yeah, but I went to. Oh my gosh, you got it right now. Okay, wow. You didn't have to call me out like that. But you I just pointed to your chin. I know, but you're kind of far away and we're in a dark room. <laughs> okay. Well, I went to the dermatologist, get your skin checked, everyone, do the full body scan. Yes, yes. Get a plug. Get a physical period. Yeah, I just did that to slay me. Natalie today was like, please gaslight me into going to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, do it. Tell her my experience. My doctor, you know, okay, I'll just put myself on blast. I have athlete's foot and I had no idea and she go. got me on the cream for it. So you keep never an eye known. You never losing toenails. You never know what's lurking. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, anyway, so I told my dermatologist, I was like, oh, I get hormonal acne. So she gave me one script that was like for the, specifically the hormonal acne. I can't remember what it's called. And then it's this, these are all creams. So like topical. And then one was tretinoin, which I know is like the holy grail. She's like, oh, tretinoin. I was like, one please. Um, but I was reading up on it and apparently tretinoin a lot, a lot of times makes your skin worse before it gets better. Yeah, it's like a purging. And I'm like 
in that journey right now and I just like yeah, feel just it all it over my skin and it just is painful like I just hate it but I know it's okay part of you it. guys I I'm gonna put this in my TikTok video upcoming that I've just been putting off editing the Clearasol overnight acne patches best I've ever used link it better link than it. the mighty patch wow. better than like Nutrigen they're Clearasol overnight patches Okay. So good. And wow. you can when I when I put them on, you can barely see them. Get me that link. They're girl. amazing. So yeah, I'll link we can we can link those on our Instagram yeah. story. And I'll I'll also link this course if anyone's interested in the happiness lab. Um again, it's completely free. So yes. and there's also a podcast I can link that as well. Before we go, yes. people run in what they're grateful for. Oh, yes, let's read them off. So let's read them off. Hold on. Stand by really quick. Here they come. Oh my god, love it. <laughs> happiest boy. <laughs> happiest, happiest boy. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll read his off. Okay. Shout out Luca. I love you, man. You're the best. Thanksgiving food, it's so goaded. Thanksgiving food is it delicious. It is goaded, Luca. Like, what would you say your favorite Thanksgiving side is? Let's say it at the same time. One, two, three. Stopping. Stopping. Stop stopping. Sorry. Stopping. Don't make me do. If you come at me with homemade stuffing, no, get out. I need stovetop stuffing. Like five boxes. All it takes is like the stuffing and then like a stick of butter. Oh, so good. So good. Don't even come at me with that homemade stuffing. I don't mm -mm. want it. Mm -mm. I don't want it. Mm -mm. Okay. You gotta do another one. Surviving my first year since losing my dad, and you guys are part of the reason. Okay, wow, I love you. We were not going to cry on this podcast, but we might. And we're just so proud of you for making it through. And if you believe in a higher power, which we do, but if you don't, that's fine. But I do believe that he's watching over us, being a guardian angel. You know. He's so proud of you. And we're so... We are so like grateful that we could be part of your yes. of your journey. Absolutely. And grief is so incredibly powerful and it is a roller coaster slash wavy experience. And I think when you're going through that, I mean I can't really speak to, you know, this type of grief specifically, but I think it is a really something not only to be grateful for, but proud of yourself you for. You should be so that proud. Especially like through the early days and the hard days, you are still getting up living your best life, and taking care of yourself. And I and, wholeheartedly believe that you not only survived, but you thrived. Yes. And I think when you're in that place, just truly surviving, that is a badge Absolutely. of honor. Absolutely. That is a badge of honor. Oh so I, and we're grateful for you for listening. Yes. And you're, you're a rock star. Yes. So thinking of you this season. Uh, someone put health. Actually, two, a few people put health. And... Yes. Oh, someone said new grad ICU nurse, and I'm much more thankful for my body now. See, she gets it. New grad. Oh, she yeah. She gets it. Yeah. yeah. Especially she in the ICU. Um, someone put their education, which that's, that's a huge a one. one. And that has so many layers, especially it was a, a woman who wrote this in, Claire. She, like, so many layers. When you think about the history of education and females in America and even across the world to this present day. We're so, so lucky to have education. Education is power, baby. Yes. it's so, great, I think it's one of the greatest expenses. It's an it investment. Expensive. <laughs> it's an investment. It is an investment, yes. Except, like, if we could get, you know, the cost of college down, 
That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, modern medicine, obviously huge, very good thing to be grateful what for. What I do? Advances with, are about my amazing. fungus between yes. my toes. No one. <laughs> oh yes. my god! I'm literally never gonna say anyone ever. They're gonna hear this and say she is at least what. Well, at least you're getting it under control. <laughs> health, baby. Yes. Health, yes, health, health, health. The fact that me, my parents, and my adult siblings can still have Thanksgiving dinner together. Oh, that's such oh. a good one. Let's end on that one. That's yeah. such a good one and so true. Being able to get your family together is... You can afford flights. Yes. You can afford somewhere to stay or you have somewhere to stay. Yes. Everyone is mobile enough that And you they guys can all get go. along. That's a good one. Yeah. Look at those people just up there on their roof, just chatting away, and there's a baby involved. Where? Do you see? All the way up there, the baby has, like, a pink hat on. Am I blind? Okay, do you see the the, the scaffolding? Oh, the yeah. construction? Oh, yeah, So that's cute. cute. You know what? I'm thankful that we got to see that, like, this, that moment. That could be you, Kate. You need to move it in here. Yeah. Except I have, like, a legit roof. Not some, like, janky. That one looks private, though. That one doesn't really look... Yeah, it does look private. I'm just it's just all part of my my ploy. Yes. Um. One day. Anyway, one day. thank you to everyone who wrote in. Um, Kate, should we say what we're grateful for? Let's get creative. Wow. What am I grateful for right in this moment? I am grateful for my nanny. Mm. Queen. Because and Mary B. Because she helps me obviously a lot too. And, you know, and Shannon. Anyone, anyone who babysits, because motherhood can be very isolating and it can be very difficult. And the fact that I can afford a nanny who is literally obsessed, like loves my daughter so much, having safe childcare for my daughter is, I'll really just say that instead of just like my nanny, having safe, trusted childcare mm-hmm. is such a blessing. And I'm so thankful. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to be, this is sort of creative, but I think one thing, I, as I reflect on the past year of my life, it's going to get a little sentimental. Mm. Don't cry, Kate. Okay. But I think that especially being so close to my niece, Dictator, I don't know. Like, I have had, she's not our first niece or nephew, but yeah, I think, forth. yeah, I think I've been able to bond with her more just because I see her so often. Totally. And something that I think they don't tell you when you have children, (laughs) like I do, is it really puts life, of of course, like this is all through an empty lens, because obviously I was kidding. She's not mine, but she's my my niece. It's okay. You can claim her. Um, My my beautiful niece dictator. Um, What they don't tell you is that it, it can really shift, even as an aunt, your perspective on life and self-love totally. because when you have a like little tiny baby who's so cute and you just love them so much even though all they do is wet their diaper and eat and <laughs> but they smile too and they're cuddly but it just really paints a picture of what unconditional love looks like and also helps you appreciate how if you are so lucky to have parents who at least tried their best to be a good parent for you, how they also once looked at you, and then by extension, how everyone, you know, some people have not, but how so many people have been looked upon in that way as just 
this precious angel, unconditional love. Yes. And I think it really has made the world seem a lot softer to me because I can look at someone and think of them and like the the lens of like their mother, their auntie. Yes. And so That's such a positive outlook to have on life. Little dictator doesn't even know what she's done yes. for us, but she literally did nothing. She just existed. And Actually Kate did everything. And also she like if her. you look at it through her lens, like she just loves you. Yeah. No matter what. Right. She doesn't care. Empty, empty. She doesn't care what you do, like what you've done in the past. She just wants you to be there. She just loves she's happy you. if you're there. And like how you love them is how they love themselves so yeah. like they if you're if you're positive with them like they feel po- if you are expressing positivity towards them they will feel positive so so yeah I think they feel your energy just for this year I'll say I'll say this for Thanksgiving table as well so I'm all prepped with my answer I think what I'm most grateful for this year is my proximity to Kate and her family um it's really enriched my life so yeah, we're going to go see them right now. Yes! Okay, how about Babu? Oh, my Babu is to work out and be fit. Um, And I feel like I've had a good week. I mean, it hasn't been perfect, but, you know, it hasn't been terrible. And my Babu going forward is to enjoy my vacation. Love that. My Babu is to not drink. I will say I didn't keep it perfectly, but I didn't drink a lot um, this week. And I'm really happy I didn't because it was definitely the right move. For me, mentally this week, um, I, yeah, I did not drink much at all. So, I, like, there were a lot of times when everyone was drinking me around me and I didn't drink. Um, so, just, you know, working those old muscles. Mm. Um, and that was really great. I'm really happy I did that. And for next week, I am also going to keep, do that same babu, is just be, try to find comfortab- comfortability and relaxation. Uh, and not feel like I need to be like doing anything, but just like be yes. okay, relaxing and being on family and knowing that that's okay for a couple days. So oh my gosh, yeah, veget vegetation station. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. This is so fun. We're grateful for you. Yes, happy so girls, happy girls and boys, and we hope that you guys have a really lovely Thanksgiving and safe travels for anybody yeah. traveling. Absolutely, and for those of you who this is a more difficult time. We're thinking of you yes. and I know the holidays can be tough. The holidays can also be people. really tough. Absolutely. So we're thinking of you during this time and we hope that you're able to find some joy in this in this season. Yeah, and if you're a mom who's traveling, don't forget to screen record Miss Rachel. <sighs> Such a good tip. Yeah. And with that note, Monday <laughs> reset. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs>